good Thursday afternoon or evening, should I say. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. What Thursday night throwdown, but this is a special, special, special one. This is the Buffalo pregame show with me, the big guy KG, soon to be joined by our resident Buffalo Bills fan, the boss BJ. We coming back yet again for a, another season of hopefully winning from everyone, but uh, another season of football from the sideline junkies. And it's time to get it in. Uh, this is the first game of the season, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, been long, been arduous <laughs> all the season. Uh, man, I, I, I could say so much, but I will say this. <sighs> Everybody's undefeated right now. So there is no... Oh, man, my team's better than yours. Well, we all undefeated. So let's sit there and take that. Uh, I don't want to steal a spotlight from the boss, BJ, because this is his time. Uh, his bills are playing the defending world champion, Los Angeles Rams. And I have my own opinions about the Rams and their championship of the last season winning the Super Bowl. And I'll give that when the boss BJ joins. But as of right now, the countdown is on. We are, what, two hours and 15 minutes away from the start of the 2022-23 NFL season. Uh, man, as a Commanders fan, just feels awkward saying that. Especially when you've been saying something your whole entire life, and I, I've just resorted to saying as a Washington fan, but as a and I'll say that as a Washington fan, I am uh, geeked up a little bit, just a little bit. Um, I don't want to get too optimistic. I want to hedge my bets, you know, be all right. But until then, until we do something that can strike the ire in me. That's when I'll get geeked up. And like I said before, the boss BJ, he'll be in in a second. And we'll we'll see where he's at when it comes down to uh, being geeked up about the season. Optimism. Uh, I would love to hear a record prediction from him. I mean, several questions, several questions. But we will see. Now, let me jump into some stats with Buffalo last year. Buffalo 2021, uh, number one defense. Man, uh, number one defense overall last season. Uh, they got the number one defense in fantasy this year. I picked them up. I ain't going to lie. I mean, sure, I got Buffalo. I got Buffalo in both of my leagues. Uh, Josh Allen threw for 4,407 yards. Their leading rusher was uh, Singletary. He ran for 870. Stephon Diggs, uh, 1,225 yards last season, receiving uh, 
Edmonds, one and eight tackles. That's Tremaine Edmonds, one and eight tackles, led the team. Uh, Micah Hyde had five picks and led the team. Um, they got a different, a different, uh, different team, of course. A lot of turnover, but I think they are strong, and I think this Bills team. Looking at it, just looking at their team. I don't want to put that on them. I don't want to put it on them, but I got to. They are still everybody's favorite to win it all. You know, you got Josh Allen returning. Um, Singletary, Moss in the backfield. Uh, Your receivers, they got Jamison Crowder, former Redskin. He he wasn't a a, a, – Commando, a part of the football team. Jamison Crowder, good punt returner, can stretch the field as well. Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs coming back. Uh, McKenzie, you still got Dawson Knox. Uh, defensively, just looking to see Shaq Lawson's coming back. Uh, D tackle, Ed Oliver. Uh, they got Tim Settle from us. Matt Milano at linebacker. Edmonds. Uh, Von Miller, of course, that was a big pickup for them. Von Miller, hopefully, you know, he'll be their third down specialist and come up with a cute few key sacks. Uh, secondary, Micah Hyde and uh, Jordan Poyer. Uh, corners, hey, when you got two good safeties, you might not need no corners, but I've seen uh, Pittsburgh do it for years with a front seven that was dominant and they had no really really great corners on the backside you know after carnell lake and rod woodson left pittsburgh didn't have nothing back you had uh oh man this is where i need big jim i remember hank poteet and i can't think of the other guys that were back in the secondary but this front seven was so so uh dominant it didn't matter, but the crazy part about it, I could have played in that secondary, and we would have still been a top defense. So I think that's what Buffalo is looking at this year. Good front seven. Uh, one of the best kickers in the game in Tyler Bass. Uh, a dominant offense. I'm not going to put it on them and say, hey, this is a a, a dominant 90s K-Gun offense. I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. Not at all. Not going to put that on. But uh, I think they're going to go far. So, waiting on the boss BJ there. Waiting on the boss BJ. Got to hear what he got to say. I know he's excited. You know, you, you get to play under the lights of Thursday night. So, it, that says a lot. But I will say this. I was going to hold this, but I'm going to say this. Let me say this about the Rams. The Rams are world champions. You can't take that away from them. They, they, they won the, the Super Bowl, and they, 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 they rightfully earned it. My only thing to say is that last play was offsides. Cincinnati should have had another time, another shot to go at it and possibly win. But, uh, yeah, that last play, Aaron Donald was offsides. 
I'll say that from now until the cows come home. And maybe Cincinnati would have won, but who knows? Uh, say we connected. Ball shoot there. Am I getting them? Do I got them in the studio? Uh, I think not. I think not. I think not. I think the boss is having technical difficulties uh, as far as Mike set up and everything. We'll get them right. We'll get them right. This is his show, so we'll get them right. Even if we got to start on over, we'll get them right. We will get him right. But I will say this about the Bills, since we're talking Buffalo. I think Josh Allen has the one of the strongest arms in the league, but he has weapons this year. He has a lot of weapons. And Jamison Crowder is going to replace Cole Beasley over the middle. And I think Jamison Crowder, I mean, I don't get me wrong, Cole Beasley is a monster. I think Jamison Crowder is going to be a little bit more effective than Cole Beasley. Let's just say that. I think that's the case. But And this is a question that I got for the boss, BJ. Who's your number two? Is it Gabe Davis? Is it Isaiah McKenzie? Who's your number two? Because you got Stefan Diggs just solidified number one. He's your number one target. And the thing is, when they shut him down, that means two, three, and four need to step up. And two, three, and four need to have big games because they're going to go after Diggs hard. They are going to go after him. And if they go after him, I guarantee you, you got to have uh, Dawson Knox. Please tell and, me you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. There he is, ladies and Jeez, gentlemen. The boss, BJ. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I, I've been trying to get on for the last couple of minutes. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Why can't he hear me? I'm hitting the mic. I'm, I'm going through it. And I realized that I went through the iPhone settings and, and um, turned off I said I would get back to it and, and uh, allow access to the microphone to the apps I needed. But I took all the microphone access off everything because I'm like, I'm looking through things. I'm like, this app doesn't need microphone access. This doesn't. I just turned all of them off. So that was the problem. It's like technical difficulty, but we here. We here. Yeah, I mean, we are here. We are. So I will say this. Let's say this. You're playing under the lights. First of all, back it up. Let's back it up. First of all, how you feeling tonight? Uh-oh. Did I lose him? I think I lost him. Uh, so, can you hear me? There you go. How you feeling tonight? I got a phone call. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. See, when you step in the studio, that's when everybody, everybody wanna call wants you. to call and talk. And, you know, the wife want to call and be like, what color peanut butter do you want? It's like, baby, <laughs> I'm podcasting. I'm podcasting. Baby, goodness gracious. You know, every everything now. Uh, I miss what you were saying because I got the phone call. Can you repeat what you were saying for before I got well, rudely interrupted? First and foremost, how you feeling tonight? Do you, do, I mean... Do you feel like, you know, you need to get up on the table? You got a couple 
couple hours you need to get up on the table and get your ankles and everything taped uh man you know what man i'm i'm past the point and too old to have my ankles taped i'm more of that uh the offensive coordinator and, and, and i'm in the booth i'm in the booth watching you know spectating you know calling my so-called plays uh, how i feel i'm actually pretty pretty not scared I, I i don't know a better word than scared i am on edge because in the first time in my adult life my team is favored to win a super bowl um when i first started watching football in the 90s um i believe you correct me if you're wrong i know i asked gary i believe buffalo was favored in the first two super bowls against the giants in washington i believe weren't they favorites against washington no they, they weren't not. okay okay so that's what we were they trying were to prove. they that's were favored we were against the giants okay they were favored against the giants and they weren't favored against washington and then i know they weren't favored against either cowboy super bowl so that second uh cowboy super bowl i believe they were the favorites because they came in and they were actually dominant that first half well i you know that's something i should have went back and looked at but um for the first time in my adult life um their favorite and it's it's scary because if you want to that means they're going to have a target on like if you look at all the analysts through the different network shows a lot of people i think 90 percent, 95 percent of the people uh, are picking the bills to win the super bowl whether it's over the bucks whether it's over the Packers, whoever is over, a lot of people are in love with Buffalo. So for Buffalo, and big guy, please, you know, I, I know I rant and ramble. Just you know, just swing the rope and bring me back in when I go too far. Um, gotcha. That means they're gonna have a target on their back every game. Um, you know, just like when Kobe and Shaq came to your town. Whether you're a Lakers fan or not, that that arena was packed. If your team drew six, seven thousand a night, when Kobe and Shaq came to town, when MJ and the Bulls came to town in the late '90s, when Tom Brady came to town, your your stadium was sold out. And that's what the Bills are going to draw. They're going to draw tons of flex prime time games. They got a heavy hitter schedule off the break. They play the defending world champs tonight. They got Tennessee next week. They got the Chiefs. They got Cincinnati at the end of the year. Uh, I'm missing somebody at the Packers. They got Dill Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home in, in Buffalo, at least. Um, but here's the thing. Here's what I feel good about. They've went over. They've been through a lot of adversity the last two years. And Josh Allen's record against formidable QBs, Brady, Mahomes, are losing records. Sean McDermott's record against formidable teams, upper echelon teams, losing record, Tennessee, Kansas City. Uh, they played Tampa Bay last year, fell behind early, and Josh Allen tried to wheel them back, and it wasn't enough to muster. They've been through this. They've been through 13 seconds in the, in the division around last year. That should have been an AFC championship. You know, should have, could have, would have. Um, they've been through the year before going to the AFC championship 
and the Chiefs taking out their belt and just beating the dog out of them. It was it was it was one of them games where it's like, okay, and you could see it on Josh Allen's face, like, nah, I need this back. I need to run this back. He's gotten so good, it's it's scary. And I heard you earlier when I was having my technical difficulties about the K-Gun. And, you know, of course, the K-Gun was a staple in the Bills in the 90s. I don't think that's it. I don't think this is a, 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 I don't think this is it. I think because of what you got on the field, like they literally have two number one receivers. I think Gabe Davis, I heard you say about who's number two is Gabriel Davis. And... I would not be surprised if Gabe Davis is Josh Allen's new favorite target because he became that in the division around last year. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Stephon Diggs versus man coverage last year had the most yards. Steph is bad. But Gabe is, Gabe is special too. I think Gabe might be a little bit faster than Diggs. I think Diggs, as far as route running, has Gabe. But Gabe ain't too far behind. All right, you, then you have your speedster, Isaiah McKenzie, and then you picked up a vet and Jamison Crowder. And I think, you know, when you're talking about Cole Beasley, I love Beasley, and I, I wish they, they kept him. But, you know, you got to find pieces that fit and move. And I think Jamison Crowder might fit a little bit better because he is a ton faster than Beasley, so you can, you can open the field. Um, you have single turn in the backfield, which I think, you know, he's – He's getting better every year. I don't mind him being the, the starter. And then you have, ah, I forgot his name, uh, Cook, the one they drafted. I think they're going to have a nice one-two punch there. They have Dawson Knox, which, you know, uh, you know, our, our condolences to him. We haven't had a show, or I haven't been on a show since then, you know, the uh, passing of his uh, younger brother. So definitely, you know, um, we sent our condolences to him and, you know, pray for his family. Um, I think the question mark for me offensively is the offensive line. Now, Josh Allen turns that into if they play, if they're C minus offensive line, he can turn them into a B with his legs. That's what's so dangerous about Josh Allen. And I think that's one of the reasons why you can't compare this to the K gun because of what he does on the ground. I think, uh, Russian TDs as far as QBs, I think he has the most uh, over the last couple seasons, I believe. And then you pair that what he could do with his arm is another world. So then we flip to the defense. Um, Tredavious White still out, still recovering from uh, the uh, ACL that he suffered in New Orleans last year. Top one of the top. Five, I, I, if you if you rate him top five cornerback in the league, I think everybody agree top five cornerback in the league. I think you have the best safety tandem in the league. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Buffalo guy. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, that's like peanut butter and, and, and jelly. Like, they work so well together. And their their football IQ is so high that it makes it dangerous to, to test them. So when you get Tredavious White back, uh, the kid they just drafted a cornerback, the name escapes me. I'm sorry. And you add Von Miller. See, here's here's where it gets interesting, because any show that we've done Buffalo, and you've listened to me talk, 
I keep saying that the Achilles heel of that team the last two years is that they cannot get to the quarterback. If they had a decent pass rusher last season when they were playing the Chiefs, maybe you get to Mahomes a couple times and rattle them because they did it earlier in the season. They got to him a couple times. They got him to throw some ill will, you know, shots and got a couple interceptions. They couldn't get to him in the divisional round. I mean, I think they got to him, but nothing where you like is going to rattle his cage. So now you put Von Miller up there, Ed Oliver, AJ Espinosa, the whole crew, Milano, Tremont Edmonds. If you get a healthy Von Miller, that's that's a, a whole nother beast, a healthy Von Miller. Because he's going to draw attention. And when he draws attention, you already got a beast in Ed Oliver in the middle. And if he's passing knowledge to those guys, which I saw him doing in camp, talking to these guys, giving them pointers, giving this. If they feed off of his energy and they feed off the opportunity that he presents on the field where you have to pay attention to Von Miller and you might get these other guys that got one-on-one, now you got to beat this man one-on-one. If you can't be somebody one-on-one, they don't need to be on the field. You know, you know, it's going to be opportunity. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle because they, they're going up against a really good offense tonight. Really one of the best receivers in the league, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And one of the most, one of the best offensive play callers in football right now, and Sean McVay, head coach, offensive play caller, offensive-minded. So he's ready for Buffalo, trust me. And this is a Sean McDermott test. Can you beat this guy? You know, you, you, you've you had Belichick's number the last couple of years because he lost Tom Brady. But can you beat this guy head-to-head? Can you beat him in, his ch- in the chess match? Because he's lost the chess match when it counted to Tennessee, to Kansas City in the divisional, to Kansas City in the AFC Championship, to Tampa Bay last season. Every time it counted when the chips were on the line with an upper echelon team, McDermott has lost, except last season, the regular season, Kansas City. I don't care about regular season. I'd rather Kansas City beat us in the regular season last year and we beat them in the divisionals. That's I would have preferred that. So, for like I said, I am on edge because this team is going to have a target on their back all year. These teams are going to go the Jets, all the, all the, the, the teams they're going to play that might not have any business being on the field with them or beating them. They're going to, you know, Buffalo's going to have to assert their dominance and let them know, like, no, nah, we are, we are who we are. And y'all are who y'all are, and we're gonna put this game away. So it's another, it's another roadblock. It's a good roadblock to have because um, a lot of teams would love to be in this position where you know they have a target on their back. They're Super Bowl contenders. They're expected to win a Super Bowl. So it's going to be. It really is. I'm I'm ready for eight twenty. I'm ready for the season to start. Um, and I, I, that's, that's, that's where I am right now. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Cause, uh, the running back is James Cook, Dalvin Cook's little brother. Uh, the 
corner, uh, Christian Benford is your rookie corner. Um, you you made mention of Ed Oliver in the middle, and you also have Tim Settle, who's you know pick up from here, and I know what Tim Settle can do. That's going to be your guy in the middle because he's looking to break out. He's looking to bust out. Uh, I don't know. Josh Allen brings something different to the table. And Kier Elam, that's who I'm talking about. Florida. Okay, okay, Kier Elam, okay. Yep, that's who I'm talking about. And he's he's quick too. And I don't mean to cut you off because – you got a new dynamic in your division, which is Tyreek Hill. And yeah. look, it doesn't matter how quick you are as a corner. It's all about technique because if somebody catches a slant pass on you, if you run a 4-2, you might be able to catch them now. But if they catch a slant the right way and get a a, a, a nice little, you know, head start, they're gone. You know, Tyreek is Tyreek. The speed is the speed. He is what he is. You have to play him a certain way. So now you get to see him twice there. And it's going to be very interesting when we play Kansas City. Because, look, they still got Mahomes. They still got Kelsey. And they added a couple other pieces. But they still got those two. So it's going to be interesting to see how they move the ball when we play them without Tyreek Hill. It's going to be interesting their offense, period, without Tyreek Hill. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. Go ahead. No, no. I'm just giving praise what praise do. You said, uh, you said something that's uh, 100% true. There are plenty of teams that – would love to be in this position. Uh, I see Lady C out there in, in, in the text window. I'm sure her and her Saints would love to be in this position. Me and and and, and Washington would love to be in this position. But it's not just the point of having a target on your back. You've been here through the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs. You've been here through the J.P. Lossmans, the Trent Edwards, the Terod Taylors. You've been here through all of that. Now you have your franchise QB. And, and my honest, humble, expert opinion, the only thing you're missing is a thousand-yard rusher. And I think Singletary can be your thousand-yard rusher. He came so. in to his own late last season, but I think he's your thousand-yard rusher. And I'm just saying a thousand because just it takes a little, it takes more pressure off of Allen to do more with his legs than he really has to. But is 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 it real? That's what he does. Like pressure on Lamar. That's what he does. Part of Josh Allen's game is being mobile, and that's what makes the offense so dangerous. Because if you if you're in man coverage, and if you're a defensive coordinator, you almost have to have somebody, some type of containment plan, or some type of spying on Allen because if you go in man coverage and them linebackers turn around and he sees a lane he's gone and we're not talking about Tom Brady speed he got some wheels on him like that could be a, a 15 30 yard 40 yard game that we're talking about and he does not mind taking cut. I hate when he doesn't want to go down he wants a loader and stuff it's cute it looks good it looks good on sports center you come up and you got that ha- other hand up and you need to come out the game is a whole different ball game. So I don't, I, you know, look, Singletary, I think they have a chance for Johnny over four grand passing. 
30, 35 touchdowns and Singletary to be over a grand. But if Singletary is in the six, seven hundred, eight yard, hundred yard range, I don't, I don't know if he's going to get because it's on how good Cook is coming out of the backfield. You know, we we all know, like, look, you're the number one until somebody else comes along. If he looks good and he's cutting and 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 they can, you know, and, and especially like like the the Washington situation, man, you both know. Antonio Gibson is a game away from being the second second string running back because he pulled onto the ball. Mm-hmm. So if that you know, and I'm not saying that's a singletary problem, but if something becomes an issue or he's not getting the yards that he was last year, not as effective, and then you put James Cook in there, and then all of a sudden he getting four or five yards to carry. You know he's running hard. Like you like ah, <laughs> look man. You know, you were good, but we going with this dude. It, it's just the nature of the business. It's just how it is. But, but I, I, don't... I will say this. Singletary was doing that against Kansas City in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He would take a handoff, and he would squirt free. And then all of a sudden, he got four yards. Next handoff, yeah. he take, he got five yards, seven yeah. yards. And I'm like, and I, if you remember, I text you. I was like, B, where has this been all season? He's like, he's been there. He's been doing it. Yep. He doesn't get the attention because of Josh, because of Stephon Diggs, because of Gabriel Davis, four touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't he doesn't get the attention. Now, he you know, they it's going to it's going to be a time. It it just is with a Tennessee is a hell of a defensive team. You're going to play a team where their people on the field are like Tennessee's defense is fast and they're getting to you. If you don't get that ball out, if you don't have, you know, everything set up, Tennessee is coming. All right. And that's just is what it is that, you know, of course, they got Mike Vrabel coaching. So, yeah, it, it makes sense that they're they're heavy defensive on the defensive side. But um, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with that? Mm-mm. Yeah, I lost my. I completely lost my train of thought. I looked at something, and I said, "Oh, that's a cute color." And then I just completely lost my train uh, train of thought about what I was, where I was going with it. Um, you gonna have to save me, brother. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out what it was. <laughs> well, l- l- let me say this. I said this before you came on. Speaking of defense, you were talking about Mike Vrabel and, and, and that Tennessee defense and how fast they are. Fantasy-wise, Buffalo has the number one ranked defense because they finished the season with the number one ranked defense. And what's crazy to me is as good as that defense was a season ago, they did nothing but get better. I'm afraid of this damn defense that Buffalo is putting on the field. Like, that's what I'm excited. I'm always excited about defensive play and things like that, but I'm really excited to see Buffalo play defense because – they, 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 they got the second. I was talking about. They have the front seven. The secondary is pretty good with the safeties with Poy and uh, Hyde. Pretty damn good. You know, I, I love them too at the safeties. And you really, I mean, we could put one of the kids at corner and be fine. That that that's how much confidence I got in this defense in that front seven. Well, ain't no, ain't no way in hell nobody gonna really score over twenty points on them this season. But see, that's that's the thing. 
when it counted, that defense fell apart. That defense let in big plays. When they needed to stop Kansas City with 13 seconds, they couldn't do it. When they needed stops in the AFC Championship game the year before, you, know, you go through your trials and tribulations. You got you got to subtract and add pieces. And like I said, they're going to be without not just their top corner, but a top five corner in the league. That makes a hell of a difference. We're not talking about the number 30 corner in the league. We're talking about a top five corner. They're going to be without him, I think, the first three or four weeks. And then when he gets back, he got to get in game shape, which is going to take another three or four weeks probably, depending on, you know, how he's rehabbing and everything and what type of uh, uh, movement he can do right now. So, um, yeah, it, it. I don't want to be harsh, but they're going to have to prove to me that they can get to the quarterback and when they need a big play, they can get off the field. Not not against the Patriots. When you need a big play against the, the Green Bay, play Cincinnati later this year, can you get off the field? That that's that's what I'm waiting for. I don't care if you do it against the Jets. Your number one defense when you play the Jets and the Dolphins twice a year, and the Patriots for the most part, the Patriots ain't really move the ball. Um, I know uh, one of those games, I think it was weather factor. You're not going to have yards in those type of games. You know, you come to Buffalo, it's a, st- a snowstorm. You go to the, the – I don't – is the Jet Stadium covered or is it open? The Jet Stadium is open. It doesn't matter. They're going to lose twice. It, it, it could be half and half. I'm talking a little trash right now. I don't know if we got any Jets fans listening. It, it, didn't matter. it wouldn't matter if the stadium was upside down. The people set upside down, they're going to lose twice. Matter of fact, they can have our home game. We'll play there twice. They're going to lose. But when you when you come to these stadiums in the Northwest and you got snow, heavy snow rain, you're not going to have 340 yards. It's going to be a grinded out, you know, control, ball control, stop this, that, and the other type of game. So am I impressed with the defensive numbers from the Buffalo Bills? Absolutely not. They're going to have to prove here. I'm one of their harshest critics. I love Buffalo Bills. I, we've seen what the offense can do with a subpar offensive line. And they just traded one of the turnstiles named Cody, Cody Ford to the Cardinals. So he's gone. So it's just like, uh, okay, he was he was a um, – you know them tough turnstiles. You got to really push, but it still it still lets you through. He was that. Got a new one in there that's greased up and it really rolls. Like oh, like all right. Hopefully they like I, I trust Brandon Breen, Bean. I trust McDermott. Obviously they like we can do without Cody Ford, and I'm cool with that. So we got to see how that offensive line holds up because they're gonna be put to the test tonight, baby. They're gonna put oh. Woo! They're gonna be put to the ninety-nine. Oh, they're gonna be put to the test tonight. If, if it was a night to test your offensive line, tonight is the night. You ain't playing the Jets first game. You playing the World Champs. So, and, and I believe Super Bowl MVP, right? Was he Super Bowl MVP? I believe he was. Matt Stafford. So, like you know, we want what the Rams got. And and I'm not I'm not gonna be like, oh it's our time. No, they they gotta they gotta earn it, man. They gotta earn it. 
You know, I know that the playoff format is different. It's like, do you really want that buy? Do you really want that week off and then come and a team that's rolling come in and beat you at home because you you off a week and you kind of sluggish? Like, do you really want like it is it's a <laughs> it's it's cause Tennessee got got bounced. Wasn't it Tennessee that had the first round by? Yeah, I believe ten, uh, Tennessee had the first round by. Was it last year? A year before they 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 lost the first game. And they lost it, and they lost that game at home. And it's like, wow, okay. Um, it's a lot of factors, but but that defense. I just I I, I want to see them more aggressive. That's all, and I think they will be with the addition of Von Miller. I think those guys up front, you know. I love that he was willing to teach, you know, because you get guys come in here. Oh, it's not my job to teach. You know, no, it's it's, it's not your job. But if you want a better football team, if you want these guys to play on your level, then, yeah, like you know, pass some knowledge, especially if a guy wants to learn. It's different when a guy's like, oh, I know everything you you know it all, young and oh, okay. You know, I leave him alone. But when you got guys that are like, man, I want to be better. You're one of the best. I, hey, I'm I'm gonna follow you. You know, I'm gonna know what color gator rank. You know what I'm saying? How many steps it takes you to get go a hundred yards? All this. You know, I need to know this. So, um, not to rant and ramble, but the defense they got to prove they're worth the offense. The offense we know what we're getting from Buffalo on offense. And they're going to be put to the test tonight because they're going up against a really good defense that gets penetration and gets to the ball. So we're going to see. Now, let, let, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm being honest. You're coming into this game. You, you're facing Super Bowl champs. And some people probably shaking in the knees. But biggest advice I can say is you got a gorilla. You know how you beat a gorilla? You punch him in the mouth. So you got to go out and you got to strike first. First play of the game, you, you Buffalo wins the coin toss. First play of the game, you're the offensive coordinator. What you call him? First play of the game, I, I'm, I'm gonna get Josh Allen rolling. I'm gonna get Josh Allen rolling. Let's get let's warm up. Let's warm up one and two. Get, let's get Diggs and Gabe Davis in early. Let's get let's see what they looking like on the defensive line. A couple plays of Singletary. Get Cook in there rolling. Maybe a couple bootlegs to Josh. Like I don't need the jugular. This 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 isn't this isn't the Jets. If it's the Jets, I'm like, look, just Josh, just go out there, take five steps back, close your eyes, and just throw the ball downfield, and we'll see who gets the ball. Just throw it somewhere. This ain't the Jets. That's what I'm saying. This is this is the world champ Rams. They coming on. They about to have a, a, a probably a, a presentation before the game and everything. You got to go through that. They're gonna be hype, you know. Um, do they are they gonna have a little Super Bowl lull? I don't know. You know, some teams do, but some teams are gonna be like, hey man, we the world champs, you gotta beat us. But uh, you 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 establish a rhythm, you 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 know, whatever you worked on in practice, wherever you think the Rams weak spots are, you go to that. If you think you can get around like running to Aaron Donald up the middle, just to me that I don't think that's the game plan. I think that's Singletary and Cook outside, maybe some screens, because, you know, Donald is super aggressive. You get him in and you let him go, 
and get you know try to get to Josh and Josh tosses it off a couple screen plays like you know I'm I'm about mixing it up like you know let's see where like I, you know of course you know the Buffalo offensive coaches would know where they're going to attack they're going to attack somewhere I mean you have one of you have a top ten receiver and then you have a guy that might not be top ten yet but I think he's going to get there I think this season is going to be a Gabe Davis come out party. I really, really do. I really do. And then all the other weapons around, like, look, hey, if you think you can spread them out and keep some of them guys off the field, like, hey, that's my strategy on Madden. I know we we talk about football and simulation, but my thing is if I got five receivers and I'm coming out with five receivers and I'm I'm seven, eight receivers deep, I'm not, you know, I've never been a, a heavy running back guy. You better have six, seven corners. Because I'm coming out in five wide, the four or five wide, the whole game. So you, mm. if you got four corners on your, let's say if I if I'm looking for Austin, they got five cornerbacks. I'm coming out four or five wide receiver sets. The whole y'all are going to be, we're going to run y'all into the ground. We're going to run y'all into the ground. It's just that's just me. That's just me. It just it's like a strategy. Like you thin there, okay. You're going to be thin after this game too. Them guys gonna cramp. We, we gonna run. Hey, y'all run these guys, and we gonna go deep. We gonna run y'all into the ground. But that's just me. It's just me talking. Now you say that, and what's crazy is, like I, I swear I thought I had you going totally different. I had you calling. Uh, all right, first play of the game. We going from the twenty-five. Shotgun, three you no know, shotgun, four wideouts, six eight nine, all go. But the difference is Jameson Crowder gonna do a wheel route up the side. Stephon Diggs gonna do a post across the middle, so that'll give Crowder all that whole sideline. And then Josh Allen just lay it up there, and he catch it. Ten seconds into the season, touchdown. Yeah, you know? but I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey on the other side. I don't give a. Di- and yeah, mm, look, this I, ain't my I, show. I'm no, I, no, no, I, mm. no. I I get what you're saying because if you're the best and I'm the best, and let's find out who's who. Like you, I'm not gonna shy away from you. I, I'm not. I, it's just how I operate. Like I know the the traditional NFL. If it's a lockdown corner, you try to stay away from him. But you know, I I think I think Ramsey's is going to be on one side of the field. I think he's on one side of the field. I don't think he follows. Does he? Am I wrong? I think he does follow. Does he follow? Okay, so he'll probably be lined up against. But you can only do so much because Gabriel Davis is going to break out like I think he is. Then somebody got to check Gabe Davis. And then if you get Gabe Davis, then you got McKenzie and Crowder. And then you still got Singletary and Backfield. Then you still have to deal with Dawson Knox. That's where all these options come into play. And then guess what? Everybody cover down, Phil man coverage. Guess who's running for 25 yards? Josh Allen. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This offense is so dangerous. They can hit you from so many ways. And it's going to be interesting to see how they – because Brian Dayball is, is the head coach of the Giants. He was our offensive coordinator. So now you got a new offensive coordinator. So that's – all this is going to make a difference because the play calling, the coordination, the rhythm, the cadence came from – you know, it comes from the play calling. Like, I right, I know how to set this up, this, that, and the other. Now you got a totally different mindset. 
And yes, he was under Brian Dayball, but now, you know, it, this is your baby. This is your shit how you want to, but still kind of keep the continuity what this Bills offense is. You know, and like I said, it's not it's not one is it pass heavy? Yes, but I, I don't think it's if they have to run, I think they can do that too because of Josh Allen. If they do a bootleg out and an option, then you then you you gotta worry about Josh and whoever he's gonna flip the ball to. Like it's so many things they can do to kind of like thwart what the Rams are bringing. And like, you know, it's only a few offensive in, offenses in the league that had that many options. I think the the other options, uh, offense that comes to mind is the Chargers. Like they're loaded with options. Um, like, you know, we talking about how, the Bengals, they got options. You know what I'm saying? Is Joe Burrow running for 20 yards? No, not unless they do a hell just want to run the clock out and ain't nobody there. And he going to run for 19 and you know what I'm saying? He don't have the wheels Josh has. So that's true. Now I I will say this and I'm going to throw this at you. (laughs) Whatever you do, keep dag on somebody in the backfield to chip on Aaron Donald when he gets free because buddy gonna get free oh you have absolutely I, bro absolutely like it it'll be naive to say oh we're gonna hold Aaron Donald in check no you not that's what I'm saying this is like you have to you have to you're gonna have to, and that's what I'm saying about Von Miller and it's crazy this is Von, Von just he gonna be a part of the, the ring ceremony yeah, yeah. He was on the team last year, so mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, you you would be a fool, like you know, you you you. I want to see what you can do one on one with with Aaron Donald. I know that that's going to be him winning that 80 percent of the time. That's just the player he is. But I need to see where what I need to do. So the first couple plays, the first couple series. Because, you know, look, this is going to be sloppy football the first half. I think it's going to be sloppy football. And then it'll kind of like calm down or the celebration, the smoke in the stadium. And it'll kind of calm down. And then they playing football, get a little rhythm, get going. Remember, we only got three preseason games now. So you're going to get slow coming out of the gate. It just is what it is. You know, Um so yeah, yeah, you're right, 100% right, bro. Aaron Donald is going to have somebody's going to have to at least touch him. Somebody's somebody, you know, whether it's a back, whether it's the guard, you know, somebody's going to have to do something. But it does help the Josh Alex. It does help. Yeah. It does. Now two questions, and then we out because we hitting the forty-seven. We had the forty-seven minute mark. Don't want to go too long. First question. Give me a prediction for the nice game. What do you think? I need a score. Uh, what you think of transpire? Give me give me a prediction for the night. That's question number one. Um, I'm gonna roll with my Bills. They favorite two and a half in LA. I'm gonna go with my Bills. I'm I'm gonna say, you know, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be close because like I said, you got you you got Hiding Poyer back there, but you got some some questionable secondary, and, and, you know, just because you know, I don't know if the rookie's starting tonight or not, but I think that 
if anything can hide that, it's going to be the front seven. So they haven't played a, a live game together. So I'm going to take – I take Buffalo. I'm going to take them covering. I say 24-20 Buffalo. Sounds plausible. Uh-oh, did I lose your boss? No, 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 I'm here. Oh, okay. So 24-20, Buffalo. All right, we got that written down. Now, second question, season prediction. Season prediction, number one in the East, number one in AFC East. Um, I think this is going to be a 13-14-1 season. Um, unfortunately, I don't want it. I think number one seed. And they're going to have that home game um, come playoff time. So, like I said, it's something I really don't – I don't know. I, I don't really want that home game. It's just it, – it, I feel like it's a trap. But I, I think it's going to be a 13-14-1 season. I think, you know, they got a, they got some heavy hitters out the break. But, you know, Tennessee – more. And, you know, I, I absolutely love Ryan Tannehill, so I'm going to love to see what he does without just being able to toss the ball up and A.J. Brown saving him. Um, they, just, they got Kansas City and Mahomes. They got some tests out the break. And then, you know, of course, they got the Jets twice, the Dolphins twice, and the Patriots twice. Um, I never sleep on a division. I always talk trash. I sleep on a division, folks, because they division foes, you pay them twice a year. And it's Cliffview. You see this team twice a year. You get them home and away. You know what they want to do. And it, it is what it is. You go, Miami got Tyreek Hill. Now. You know, the Patriots are the Patriots. You know? Um, and then the Jets added a lot of people. I know I'm teasing the Jets, but they got the brothers on the front seven that are nasty. Absolutely Filthy. Filthy. So the Jets ain't no pushovers either. Now, you know, um, is Zach Wilson missing time? I think Zach Wilson going to be missing time. Yeah, I believe he is. I believe he's out for a little while. Hold on. Let me let me double check. Okay, while you double checking, you got Mac Jones, the other the starting quarterback from New England. He's only going to get better, especially under Belichick. And then you got um, – I forgot the guy that came from San Francisco to coach the, the Dolphins. Uh, Mike Jones. Ain't it Mike Jones? The Dolphins head Jones? coach? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm sorry. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. Um, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Okay. Mike Jones. Um, so you know, he he's offensive minded. And look, he knows what he got. It, it, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, what Buffalo, you know, can do in the division if anybody, you know, is gonna close that gap because they handled the Dolphins. They had a, a little – I don't want to say they had trouble with the Patriots because they, they they beat them soundly in the playoffs. And it was like redemption without number 12. And the only thing that would have set that better if Brady was on the other side. But anyway, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think they're going to win the division outright. I think, you know, if they do drop a game, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But, you know, we'll see. I, I really think – I think I don't know, man. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. I don't, you know how I feel because you know I know how you do when you're talking commanders and you don't want to say certain things. 
and I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say all season. I'm going to just see. I know what I, what my thoughts are. I just can't say them. I can't say them. I feel like I'm a, I'm a jinx it. Understand. And Zach Wilson will be evaluated. He was supposed to be evaluated yesterday to find out if he'll be able to go on Sunday. But if he can't go, Flacco's going to start. Flacco's going to start. Okay. And, you know, like I said, Flacco's a stopgap. You know, Zach Wilson's second year. You know, you want to see him progress and get better and see if he's the guy. Uh, you know, you know, Tua's got talent. He just can't stay healthy. That's that's Tua's problem. So you know, I, when you when you look at these other teams, the, the 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 solid team is the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? As far as who they got at quarterback, receivers, everything kind of set up for them, and not not a guessing game. I'm like, ah, oh, let's see if this guy can. Let's see if this guy can progress. Tua, you like? Ah, oh, can he stay healthy? That's you know, that's the issue. So that's true. And you know, Zach Wilson hide your moms. So, you know, gotta watch out for that. <laughs> but and another knock on Tua, not only can he stay healthy, can he get the ball down the field to the cheetah? Yeah. So I, I you know, I heard you say you gotta worry about Tyreek Hill twice a year, but if nobody if nobody's out there to get him the ball deep. He's not a he, – he, he's a, a – what, what did they say on Real Housewives of Atlanta? He's a non-factor. Yeah, but you, you, you say that, but just go back to 13 seconds last in the divisional. He didn't get the ball deep. He didn't get the ball deep. He got the ball and took it to the, to the house. That's, that's what I'm saying. His speed is on a different level. So yeah. just like Chad Pennington when he was a quarterback of the Jets, you know he ain't throwing – Slinging no rock down the field. He didn't have that arm. So you go to a West Coast offense that fits his style better. So if you got a good Mike, you said Mike McDaniel is his name. If yeah. you got if you got a good coach, good offensive coordinator, and you know your limitations of your court, you know that you can only do a deep ball to a certain extent. It has to come out of the time. You you're not gonna have the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Andrews, bomb 60 yards 70 yards that what you're going to get and if you do he's going to put his 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 everything into it and you know it you got a risk of it coming up short you know and we don't know too it could have been working on arm strength and everything this year and he come out throwing 65 yard bombs but all you had to do is get tyreek hill the ball on a on a screen or a slant or hell it, it don't even have to be that it could be a hook that he juke somebody out and take to the house. So, you know, that's 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 what you're dealing with with Tyree Hill. And, you know, he's in a different offense and different team, different climate, because it gets hot in South Florida. So, you know, and humid. So he got to deal with that now. It ain't cold and, you know, comfortable like it is in Kansas City. So, you know, it's, it's going to be just going to be interesting to see how everything plays out with the new faces. Agreed. Agreed. And I will say this about Chad Pennington. When he was at Marshall, he could throw the deep ball. Remember, he tore his shoulder in the pros, yep. so he couldn't throw the deep ball no yep. more. But he could, he could do it at Marshall. He used to. He used to throw a pretty deep ball. Yeah. But I, I get what you're saying. You know, you got – what do you say all the time? When you got a quarterback, you have to adjust to his strengths, not say, no, you're going to adjust to my offense. Exactly. Exactly. You would be a fool if you have a quarterback that's – more of a West Coast quarterback, and you got him throwing bombs. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. 
or if you got a, a running back that is a catcher and a finesse and you got a running power ball, it just don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we've seen it. it. It can work. We've seen it work. But for how long? Exactly. That, that's the thing. Uh, well, we got about an hour and 21 minutes to go before kickoff. So we're going to slide on up out of here. Uh, Boss BJ, go ahead and get your food together. Get your wings and your pizza. Kick your feet up. Enjoy this game. Everybody at home, enjoy this game. If you listen to it on the replay, hit the DMs. Let us know what you thought of the game, what you thought of our analysis. Uh, even hit the the, the uh, email, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Uh, but until Saturday, I believe, is the next show, the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, sponsored by Anchor FM and presented to you by the Sideline Junkies which is us. Um, and don't forget to join us Saturday night, 9 p.m., Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, Twitch Live, and then again on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., same platforms, and then we'll be back at 7 p.m. on Sunday for a post-game wrap-up for week one. Uh, so this is going to be a hellified and open weekend for us because we getting ready to open it full throttle we didn't have a preseason so we got to get in there with no stretches and hopefully nobody tears an achilles so for the balls bj his buffalo bills i got them picked tonight i got them covering for lady c that was in the text window tonight i'm the big guy kg we don't do no overtime